Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Let's talk some NFL football with Eric Edholm from Yahoo Sports as he joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Eric, thanks for the time, man. Hey, I'm, I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Okay, let's get the national perspective from Eric Edholm here of Yahoo Sports. I've noticed a trend here in, in my world, in the state of Wisconsin, throughout the state, uh, absorbing, like you, everything sports. And, and I absorb a lot about the Green Bay Packers and, and Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love and that situation. Last year and a half or so, I've noticed a trend amongst Wisconsin broadcasters and writers. And it seems like they are just turning their back on a future Hall of Fame quarterback in Aaron Rodgers. And that might be a strong statement, but it's just a trend. And quite frankly, I'm getting a little tired of defending a Hall of Fame quarterback like Aaron Rodgers. The national perspective on number 12 in Green Bay. What do you have for You're us, listening to. Yeah, it's obviously a fascinating debate, right? And, and sometimes the closer you are to the situation, yes, you're sort of di- dialed in on the, the granular discussions and the day-to-day stuff. But, you know, sometimes people on a national perspective are kind of like you where they say, geez, are we, are we beating this guy up a little too much? Are we, are we putting too much of the blame or give, not giving enough of the credit to number 12? I mean, I think it's a fair question. Were there times last year where his play was a little less than, you know, in, you know, amazing or whatever we used to assume was the level of play that would come almost weekly with Aaron Rodgers? Sure, absolutely. Was there a feeling out process with Matt LaFleur that, you know, took some time and obviously the chemistry of the receivers was something that was sort of a, a, a brewing development or whatever? No doubt. But, yeah, I mean – I don't know that the Packers' actions in this last draft suggested that they're just completely shutting the door on Aaron Rodgers. There's still a window to, to thrive, but it does beg the question, you know, are they, are they seeing themselves as less than a 3-13 and team that just came off the NFC Championship? And did that help kind of dictate a, a move that appears to be more for the future in drafting love and, and you know, taking some, some guys to help the run game? 
a few days ago, and he addressed the media on that pick. And when he said he wasn't particularly thrilled with with the selection of Jordan Love, he 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 said it, and I can appreciate that honesty and, and transparency. And he knows that he's not a dumb dude. He he gets it. But I yeah. like the fact that he just said, "Hey, man, I wasn't thrilled." But he was on the other side of that thing. Yeah. Oh, I mean, if there's anybody who can understand Jordan Love's perspective, it's certainly Aaron Rodgers. Same team, virtually the same stage of their careers in terms of, you know, coming in with a with an entrenched starter, you know, on the back end of his career. Not quite at the twilight, but you know, nearing that range. You know, it's hard not to take it as somewhat of a personal affront, right? I mean, it's hard not to say. Geez, you know, we win one more game and we're in the Super Bowl. A receiver would be nice, you know, an offensive tackle, uh, even help on defense, whatever. I mean, I I completely get that perspective. And you know, there were there was talk about Tom Brady not being thrilled that Jimmy Garoppolo was a second round pick back in what was it, 2014, and all they do is overcome a terrible start to win the Super Bowl. So, you know, these things do have a way of working themselves out if the team's good enough. So. I, I like. I'm like you. I'm. I always appreciate candor from athletes or for coaches or whoever else in sports because it feels like so seldom with these days we we get that, and when we do get it, our immediate reaction is ooh controversy. I don't. You know, that's not my natural reaction. It's more like, hey, this is what he was feeling, and he's willing to share it with everybody. That's that's. That's pretty rare these days, I think, for the most part. Yeah, well said. Well said, Eric, at home of Yahoo Sports. And now you look at uh, Matt LaFleur, and and you saw uh, reports out uh, the last few years about uh, the relationship between Rodgers and McCarthy. And, and now you've got you know some people just you know uh, stoking a, a fire that really isn't there. Now we have to look at the relationship between Rodgers and LaFleur, and now he's on the clock. It's just a, another angle to to get at this guy but in terms of the the Packers as a whole 13 and 3 last year as you said a, a game away from the Super Bowl do they and this is the big question do they take that step back just solely because we can slice and dice all the numbers and the matchups and things like that i heard one uh, national broadcaster say they were the most overrated 13 and 3 team in NFL history based <laughs> based on what they did last year but do, what do we expect this year? You know, you have a, a, a team that's uh, a team that's a little bit in transition here. But man, they were good. They were. Th- you can't argue with a thirteen and three team. Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm a Chicago resident. Maybe I'll adhere myself to the fans. I think the most overrated thirteen and three team of all time, at least that I can recall, were the two thousand and one Bears. I don't. I never felt like that team was ever as good as their record indicated. Obviously, so good answer. Yeah, exactly, right? I try to butter up the locals a little bit. No, right. Uh, you know, there were times that they, they – I mean, what were they, an 11-5 and team on, on paper with a 13-3 and record? I don't know. I mean, you know, you could look at those win totals and, and, and get a little starry-eyed and say, wow, I mean, they only lost three games. Let's give them a little credit. Granted, you know, one of them was, was pretty handily to the team that ended up beating them later in the, in the season in the NFC Championship game. You know, it's clear that matchup wasn't a very favorable one either time they faced the 49ers. You know, sometimes that happens. Good teams run into a club they just can't beat. So you have to give them the credit for going out there and accomplishing what they did in the coach's first year, you know, with instability questions or questions about how good this actually t- that team was heading into last season. 
But at the same time, is it fair to say that, you know, that they could win fewer games this year? Absolutely. Especially if, you know, the division is better. Maybe the Bears get a little more stability at quarterback. Maybe the Lions get Stafford back and, and win some games with him there. You know, the Vikings had a great draft. You could see them possibly, you know, being a little bit better in the, in the, in the standings. So those things all factor into, uh, could they take a step back in wins and actually, you know, do as well in the postseason? Sure. So I, I guess the questions are, what does the offense look like? Can the defense supply as much pressure as it did last year? And, and how exactly are kind of the corner spots going to line up? And is there enough depth on certain spots? But, you know, I, I still think they're pretty good. I don't know. I, it's it's going to take me a couple months to really sort out that whole division and how it's going to all lay out. Well, not only the division, but the NFC as a whole. Now sure. with, with Tampa yep. Bay, with what they've done and what they've, what they've got now, you have to assume that the San Francisco 49ers are probably the team to beat on the NFC side of things, but Seattle you can't count out, the New Orleans Saints you can't count out. I think I agree with you on, on the Minnesota Vikings. I think they're they're a team that could bubble up and, and do some heavy damage. The Dallas Cowboys are up there and, and seem to be yep. young and poised and improved uh, throughout the draft. Where do we put the Green Bay Packers amongst the front runners in that NFC? Yeah, I would I wouldn't list them first or second, but I wouldn't list them seventh or eighth, right? And we do have the expanded playoffs this year, which is kind of interesting as well. It's something that, you know, I have to sort of remind myself about with it with an extra postseason team in there. But yeah, I mean I I would probably put them, you know, somewhere in between that that three to six range in the NFC pecking order. As you pointed out, it's probably the stronger conference right now with Brady going from the AFC, you know, Brady and Gronk, I guess you'd have to say going from the AFC to the NFC, you know, the Saints seemingly re, you know, recalibrating for another Super Bowl run. The 49ers kept things together pretty well, I think, for the most part. Had to make a couple of, you know, big-name big, big name deletions, but also added some stuff to team like the Arizona Cardinals could jump up. But, you know, I wouldn't put the Cardinals or anybody like that ahead of Green Bay. I don't know that I'd put the L.A. Rams ahead of them. I don't even know that I'd put the Seahawks ahead of them. And I'm not – a hundred percent sure the Bucks are just going to vault right into the playoffs because Tom Brady's there. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm I'm just pumping the brakes a little bit on that one because I want to I want to get a good feel for whether that defense is is going to be worth a playoff type of team. Eric Edholm of Yahoo Sports, our guest here on the Bill Michaels Show and the Schneider Orange Hotline. Okay, so uh, I'm a Vegas guy, and and a lot of people are. And Vegas it looks like the Venetian is going to open up on June 1st, it looks like. They might be the first to uh, open up. Obviously, in the next few months, uh, most of the casinos will open up. you got some cash to put on an MVP of, of the NFL season, upcoming season. Patrick Mahomes at 4-1, to one, Lamar Jackson, yep. last year's winner, at 6.5. Then you dip to, this surprised me, Dak Prescott at 9-1. to one. Uh, this is according to Caesars just about a week or so ago. You've got Kyler Murray and and uh, Tom Brady in there at sixteen to one. Drew Brees yep. is at twenty to one. Aaron Rodgers steal. I think he's got a shot at it at twenty five to one. Um, keeping in mind also, and I'm sure you've seen this stat for the last five years, the MVP has been a thirty or better to one shot. Yeah. I mean, th- I mean th- think about that. So who is it? Could it be 
Uh, we saw Mahomes just bubble up from a 35 to 1 a couple of years ago. Lamar Jackson, I think at this time last year, was about 40 to 1. Um, so, who in your mind might be a little bit of a sleeper, some good value on a future? Yeah, Murray's, I, I think you, you might be kind of leaning in this direction. And I think I picked up on it, or at least I'm feeling that way, and a lot of other people too. I mean, Murray's the fascinating sort of long shot play, not quite 30. I think you said it was 16 to 1, if I'm not mistaken. And look, I mean, you know, is that asking too much? Well, it would have been asking about the same as what we saw, for actually, probably a little less. I mean, to be honest, I think Kyler Murray played better in 2019 than Lamar Jackson did in 2018. Granted, there were, you know, fewer opportunities for him. He had to win the starting job. He had to, you know, they had to switch offenses completely in Baltimore once he took over. He was good, but I think Murray was actually a little bit better. And you had, you know, DeAndre Hopkins, another year of Larry Fitzgerald, all those young receivers a year older. Cliff Kingsbury seems to have a pretty good thing going with that offense out there. And if that defense doesn't improve, I mean, they were like 30th, 31st, or 32nd in about eight categories last year. That just means more shootouts. And, you know, if they win games 37-34 and and Murray's running for scores and throwing for 340 yards, and you know, you can live with a pick or two here or there or some fumbles, what have you. But if he's putting up those video game numbers, right, the the dual threat quarterback these days – this is a golden era for it, you know, and, and we're, I think we're more attuned to appreciate that style of quarterback and we see the fantasy aspect of it certainly have impact on the MVP voting, I think. I, I, he just, I'm not saying he's going to win it, but I'm saying at 16 to 1, I like the odds. And I wouldn't yeah, mind putting I, a nickel on that one. Uh, yep, I'm, I'm with you on that. Hey, we made it through an entire segment. We didn't mention COVID 19, pandemic, <laughs> or stay at home. Eric, I'm, I'm proud not- of us. My bingo sheet is naked over here, man. I'm, I'm, I'm hurting without those, you know. Awesome. Eric, thanks for the time. Hopefully we get a chance to talk again, all right? Looking forward to it. Talk to you soon. Bye. All right, there he is, Eric, at home, Yahoo Sports, here on the Michael Show on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. They work hard. You work hard. They treat you fair for 80-plus years. They've been getting it done. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.